cock a doodle do. Hello, baby. What a fucking day this is. How's everybody out there? Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean and Dee's Good Tape. Sean and Dee in that episode. Man, oh, that there was Don't Call Me Coco, River. <laughs> <laughs> You could be sitting there, you know, just out of the shower in your underwear, shaving your dick and just dancing around. That threw me off. Sorry. What the fuck, Sean? Do better. Uh, as you all know, disappointment starts with D. And, uh, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good that's one. so good. Fuckers. Let's get this party started. Why is it no matter how much we hear the islands in the stream part of that intro, we always laugh at it. And Dennis laughs at himself laughing about it. So it, it's greatness. Welcome to Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski, how you doing, D? Hello, Bungo. I am doing good. Uh, I, you know, like there's like feet and feet and feet of 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 things that you know like away from us like like yeah it's it's just incredible it's almost like How, it's uh, almost like there's so much to talk about it's like a fetish or something like that oh fuck. <laughs> so much to start a wiki thing on speaking that speaking of foot fetishes richie seymour ladies and gentlemen how you doing richie gentlemen it's it's great to be here to talk about uh, mental health a, a subject near and dear to my heart <laughs> hey hey we're lifting the veil oh, oh yeah lifting the veil apparently, um, apparently actually not services. anymore apparently there's a lot of people <laughs> apparently there's a lot of people that like to lift the veil but anyway that's another subject altogether so yes um are, are we gonna have rabbits on later just out of curiosity dead ones or alive ones Dennis well, has, Dennis they can has start a, off alive. Dennis has a lot of history with rabbits, don't you, D? Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you want <laughs> hold all right, let's tell the story. Were you there, Sean, when the rabbit stole the cigarette? <laughs> I don't know that the rabbit stole the cigarette, but I remember you being out by the cigarettes or by the by the cigarettes, by the rabbit smoking a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I don't know who it was. I think it was either you or Brandon. 
that I like just went up to the rabbit and just fucked around it and handed like put the cigarette in its mouth and it fucking ate it. it <laughs> I didn't know a that. lit no, cigarette. That yeah. no, was not me. That totally wasn't me, but that's an awesome story. Yeah. That's a, for the backstory <laughs> for the backstory for, for Jen from France and Homer basically would be the only two that listen that don't know the backstory. When Dennis was a kid, his dad and stepmother raised rabbits and Dennis always had to go clean the shit and feed them all the time. And so he'd go out there and smoke like a chimney while he was out there and apparently uh feed rabbits cigarette butts or lit cigarettes in this case. It was it lit? Yeah. No, it was a lit cigarette. I was just fucking around with one of the rabbits and put the cigarette up to its mouth and it grabbed it, ate it, swallowed it. I don't remember that. No, it wasn't me. So I, I just have to say I, I know you. I knew you back then. <laughs> yeah. There is zero percent chance that you weren't going to then take said cigarette and put it back in your mouth. Well, he couldn't. The rabbit ate it. Well, no, no. If if the rabbit hadn't eaten the cigarette, yeah. After you had given the rabbit a little puff. Oh yeah. yeah. You were definitely going to finish that cigarette. I just want to, you know, some strange rabbit. Don't know where it's been. That's cool. Oh sure. This was all pre-COVID. Like we were going <laughs> oh, digging in fucking <laughs> asterisks. It was pre-COVID. <laughs> was it really? Wow. That was insightful. <laughs> so did the rabbit start like blowing smoke out of its ass or anything like that after it ate the cigarette i don't know i don't know i refuse to <laughs> i i refuse to eat rabbit after that point like uh, it was just like no, no. <laughs> my father and i yeah anyhow that's funny oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck did we get to that point anyhow because richie was be, richie was being snarky and it turned into that so so yeah good stuff oh my god sean i was giving you a plug for your other podcast yes. I, it's, it's called being a good friend it's it's saying. yeah and it doesn't even have a name i don't think anymore so uh so <laughs> <laughs> i think well, rabbits do yeah yeah, rabbits do. That's a good one. That's a good one, actually. I kind of like that. Oh, mm. oh shit! I didn't realize that we were doing the fucking energy like that. Oh my uh, gosh! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a fast start today. Um, anyway, so we're doing a bonus episode, and it's funny because we were all messing around on Gmail chat earlier, giving each other a lot of crap, which is normal. But it was kind of even more funny than normal tonight, honestly. And Dennis said, "Let's do a podcast," and I didn't really think he was serious. I don't know if you did, Reggie, but um, but I, then it, I figured he was. I, yeah. I expected that we were going to do one after last week, but then it just kind of morphed into an hour ago we weren't doing a podcast, and now we're doing a podcast. So we really have no plan whatsoever besides talking about the fact that we went and saw Pearl Jam last weekend. This is what we call a free for all. And yes. we all remember how those went oh, in the past. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. No, but seriously, uh, you guys went and saw Pearl Jam last Sunday. We did. Yep. We did. It was cool. That's it was, it was, it was good. I, um, uh, you were supposed to go and obviously couldn't because of work commitments. And, you know, it's the story of your life the last several years, obviously, but, but you, you got to see them in, in uh, Copenhagen. So I'm sure that makes up for it just a little bit. You did get to see them this year. Oh uh, yeah. I saw, it, it was amazing. But the fact that we've had tickets for Richie at least once, you know, in the last 20 years and, uh, and you guys got to go see him. Oh fuck. I wish I could have been there. It was a great show. It was a great yep. show. One thing that I was really surprised about, and you're not going to like that I say this, Dee, but Richie and I both agreed on it. We did not like Josh Klinghoffer. 
the oh. opening. I, I, I don't know if, if it was the, what it was. the plural one piece. He yeah. was he was fine when he was out on stage with him, but the the oh oh sure one, it did not have a great sound. Sure, fine. Yeah, that that, that I, I I have no issue with that. I, yeah. I don't know that I've ever spent any time with Plural One. Oh, okay. But Klinghoffer as a uh, uh, musician fits the Pearl Jam bill. Sure. He didn't really. Oh, yeah. He really didn't do much with them, though. He stayed. No, in, he stayed no. off to the side of the stage, and it looked like he was running some sound or maybe filling in some sound for some instruments or something like that. But they didn't do Purple Rain or anything like that, like we'd heard no, on the on the yeah. tour, which I was kind of disappointed because that that would have been pretty cool to see. But oh, I think they oh. might have. I think they might have had a curfew because oh, yeah, it was definitely. just a. It was a fast set. It was two hours, and they just moved from one song to another to another. Eddie talked a little bit, but it wasn't much. Like, like and, literally, and, really only talked once. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he had, like, two other little bits where he talked about people in the stands and stuff. But, like, for a, a normal Eddie show, it, it wasn't what I was expecting. It it was the same thing with with uh, with with Jen and I and, at, at, uh, in Copenhagen. Like, like, it was not a long show at all. Like, it was it was quick. And, and at 11 o'clock in Denmark, they were like, get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> mm. And I'm guessing it was the same there. It, it was. And, and uh, it, I, I think I think it's kind of a shame because I, I really got the sense that the band probably wanted to go on because sure. the energy was incredible. Mm-hmm. And, oh and, I, and I, I like I almost wish that they had started a half hour earlier or even start an hour earlier and plan to take an actual break. Mm-hmm. And, and And then, you know, if you use the extra time, great. If you don't, you know, you can milk it a little bit, but, but I get it. They're, they're getting older. And that, that was the point I was going to make is, is these motherfuckers are in their mid to late fifties. Like this is, we're literally this band is as old as the Beatles were when this band came out. Oh, that's fair. Wow. That's crazy, man. That makes us feel old. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, like, yeah, we're used to the three-hour shows, Sean. Yeah, uh, Richie missed missed those. Mm-hmm. You know, just like with it was the still a great show, though. It was still a great show. Oh, of mm-hmm. course, of course. Yeah. How can you not fucking dig that so, shit? That that I'm so fucking jealous that I missed that show. So sidebar really quick before we go on about Pearl Jam, you, we were just talking about being old because of the Beatles reference that you just made. So so today I'm at a uh, at a birthday party for. Um, for uh, one of Meredith's little friends and Meredith's five, they're in kindergarten. Okay. We're out at this orchard place out by, (laughs) out by, um, and Amanda's out of town. So I had to take her, which was, you know, all within all of my ability as a father to do, because then I have to socialize with people that I don't know. And I don't enjoy that that much. So anyway, we're standing out there and I'm talking to the little girl whose birthday it is, his dad. Okay. And he's talking about how he coaches football and all of this stuff, which was, which was a cool story and, and everything. And he's from a town near here. And then I, the more we talked, you know, you just start to wonder, you know, how old are you? And I figured he was going to be like around our age or something. And he said, well, what year did you graduate? I said, 1996. And I said, what year did you graduate? He said, 2008. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I am so old. You know? I can envision Sean just turning around and walking away. No, the sad thing was, is I broadcasted his state championship football run when he was, in, <laughs> yeah, I actually broadcasted a football game that he played in. And I, I, could, I could not have felt more old in my entire life than i did this afternoon it was kind of funny that's awesome and and, and you did not do this purposely accidentally that leads us into i last night 
here in uh, in Washington State, I took this 22 year old kid that I work with, who, who's an original member of Team Fire, which is defunct now. Oh no, uh, no, no! D- Team Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. Uh, I'm 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 sorry. That that's a long story. But anyhow, anyhow, he doesn't drink. So I was like, hey, dude, you know, you want to go see a show? It was like, yeah. So bought us tickets. We went to go see me first in the Gimme Gimmies at the Showbox in Seattle. Nice. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I was trying to tell you, Richie, it, or, or both of you guys, uh, they are so fucking fun. And and Clean Slate and Cheap Cassettes that were the opening bands were amazing. Amazing. So much fucking fun. But but yeah, no, I apparently I took this kid to his first concert ever. Wow, that's really awesome. That's fun. No, that's oh that's my God. the after show stuff you did with him. <laughs> yeah no he drove me home as i was drunk late so, <laughs> are, are, are me first in the gimme gimme still i mean is it still mostly like cover stuff or i don't i don't i remember oh, it's all cover stuff okay all cover stuff yeah it's 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 all cover stuff it's it's you know the the lineup ships uh chris Schif- <clears throat> chris shiflet from the Foo Fighters is yeah. no longer part of the band, uh, but but you know most of the regular. But it's just a fun, fun way though. you know punk covers of goddamn classic songs. It's just fucking amazing. Yeah, fun, fun it, was there a theme? Was there a theme to this concert? Because like like most of their albums have a general theme. Oh no, of the no, 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 music. no. The theme to this one was their greatest hits. Like they closed with Rocket Man, opened with Leaving on Jet Plane. It was fucking amazing. But it's someone else's greatest hits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. <laughs> but yeah, but that's the fun part of this band. You know, like, I, I think, Richie, I think you're the one who put them on our, our, our playlist first. Yes. Yeah. Before I did. Uh, but yeah, no, in, in, in like early 97 or 98, uh, we were with our, I, I was with our friend Tom driving home from somewhere and I uh, heard Rocket Man by them, and it was like just blown away. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with them. Yeah. And uh, found out they were here in in Washington State, you know, at Seattle. And and uh, you know, one of the kids from Teeth Pyre, you know, I was just like, hey, you know, like I want to have a few beers. Do you want to go? <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah. So I bought a ticket. We went had a fucking amazing time and this and 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 i found out on the way there this was his first concert that's awesome i was just like holy shit that's amazing you know i i paid 25 bucks for his ticket to not spend 300 dollars for a hotel room (laughs) like oh it was so fucking badass he found his little corner and we just had a great fucking time great fucking time that's awesome yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really bummed that I can't go Friday night because I, I would enjoy it. And I, sure. and I think oh, I can get you, a couple, one, couple neighbors to go. I think Michelle would even enjoy that show. Really? Really? It's cover songs. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. No. She doesn't like loud music. <laughs> Here's what I would I say. I can though. guarantee she will not enjoy if it. You, if you see oh. um, home run number 700 and something, it's going to be well worth missing the concert, though. Oh, yeah. Say that. Oh, yeah. here we go. Yes. Let's get let's get to this. I would, at, at the show, at the show, 
I was getting your guys's messages because I'm two hours ahead of you. Oh yeah. About yeah yeah about Mister uh, Mister Albert Pruholz. Yes. Yes, six ninety nine and seven hundred home runs last night. It was uh, it was pretty sweet in L A. In L A. Which yep. was awesome. That that part worked out. I mean, it would have yep. been better if it was in St Louis, but I think for Albert, it couldn't have been any better because his family was there. You know, his family lives in L A. You know, that's it was perfect. It's well, perfect. Well, California. That's that. It's his second home. Yeah, uh, in the states or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, and 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 bringing this full circle, like like part of our friendship has been baseball sports going to games and all that shit. And, and uh, I, I, I cannot think of how many, many Albert Pujols home runs that I've seen, you know, like out of the 700, which is an insane amount. And, and that's Sean. And I talked about that earlier this year that like, there's just no way for us to know how many, because it, it is a lot. We've gone to a lot of games in those, you know, 01 to, to uh, 2011 teams. And it, it's just kind of insane how many things, you know, Sean and I were there when he got his 2000th hit. Like, it, it's been a pretty, pretty wonderful run. And, you know, hopefully it keeps going all the way through October. Yeah, I mean, probably one of my best memories of baseball ever was Easter Sunday of 2006. Six games into the new Bush Stadium. And Dennis and I literally saw Albert hit three home runs, including a walk-off home run against the Cincinnati Reds. And it was it was fantastic. I mean, just absolutely a fantastic yep. moment. But, but even then, with as great as he was five years into his career, nobody would have expected his career would be this big. And I don't think Jim Edmonds is wrong. Jim Edmonds has said several times in the last few weeks on the Cardinals broadcast, had he not gone to Anaheim and gotten as hurt as he did, he may be looking at hitting 800 instead of 700. I mean, he really slowed down those years in Anaheim, which St. Louis has revitalized him. The Dodgers revitalized him last year, but my goodness, it's been a, for Cardinals fans and baseball fans in general, this has been very special to watch over the last few months. Go ahead, I, I, that 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 game that Easter Sunday, that stadium was not even finished, mm-hmm. and it was such an amazing ball game. And I think there's a brick outside uh, outside it, right? That that has Pujols three home run game, blah 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 blah. Oh, August, I don't know. I'm not sure. April. Yeah, it, it <laughs> like like I remember we we had we had the 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 fucking uh, the suite sort of thing yeah oh yeah uh, yeah 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 mm-hmm. so fucking fun yeah i had my own issues after the game <laughs> well the other thing the other things that he's um that he's done you know in the last in the in this year i mean you know we saw we saw richie was at a game you know what a month or so ago where he hit two home runs on a sunday yep. i was there in his last at bat against the cubs he cranked a two-run home run to win the game his last at bat ever against the cubs which he terrorized the cubs for so many years so that seemed fitting and oh, there's just been so many huge, there's been so many huge moments this year that just kind of encapsulated his career and then richie got the really cool thing to see a couple of weeks ago that didn't have to do with Albert, but got to go to the uh, Yachty Wainwright break the all-time record as a battery. So, I mean, what a special year in St. Louis just all the way around. And and I think Albert got his, like, 22nd hundred RBI that night, too. 22nd like just Yeah. Yeah. A nice round number. Yeah. yeah. So no, no big whoop. Yeah. And I know, like, people like Jen from France are going to say, why are they talking about such an American sport like baseball? But this was, this was a big deal to us. So. Yep. So so much uh, of a big deal that our our pregame Sean for Pearl Jam was going to the Cardinals game. Yeah, 
Yeah. So so we we had a a, a double header and and at forty four ish years old, we're too old for that shit. Oh yes yes yeah. Well, we we made a mistake on Sunday though, and and Dennis can appreciate this. We go to the game and we just drank a few beers. It wasn't anything like, you know, we didn't go crazy, but we didn't really drink any water and didn't really eat all that much. And by the time Pearl Jam rolled around, we were dehydrated is what you would call it. It, it was not fun, but we, we got, we persevered and we stuck through Pearl Jam. Well, and, and we persevered for Dennis, quite frankly, yeah. because our, our intention was that in between the game and Pearl Jam, we were going to go, you know, relax somewhere, grab a bite to eat, chill out for a couple hours. And then we started hearing about these posters and that you had to get there. And like, literally we're, we're driving through downtown St. Louis and people are walking around with little cardboard tubes that have posters in them. Like what the hell is going on? So Sean and I did not know that Pearl Jam sets up a little booth outside of the venue and start selling their merch hours before the show. So we're like, okay, Dennis really wants a poster. We're going to go try to get him one. I'm sure it's not that hard. We get there and the line is wrapped around the building. Like we can't even see the merch tent. Like a, like like halfway around the building, I'd say. Maybe yeah. not quite that far, but it was quite a yeah. ways. Around yeah. the front, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I like to see how long this line goes for. And I get up there and their pop-up merch tent is the smallest goddamn trailer you've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Like, our Boy Scouts take a bigger trailer camping for a weekend, and they're trying to sell merchandise out of this thing. Like, I'm like, we're not getting any of this crap. Um, And sure enough, the merch line that we, we waited in that, what, an hour at least? Hour and a half? At least. And then we didn't get what we wanted. Okay, okay, okay. We... Last night, me and Dominic were in the merch line for me first, and they gave me gimmies for 45 fucking minutes. Oh, yeah. They all buy t-shirts. Well, you you get up there, and like one person tries on four different t-shirts. Like, I want to see this one. No, just pick out your goddamn t-shirt and go. I've I, never seen anybody try on a t-shirt. Oh God. Yeah. I don't think Happens. you, I don't think you, um, I don't think you <laughs> mentioned that it was the founding member of team fire that took you to the concert. I thought it was just a member of team fire. No, I'm the founding member. Of team no, fire. no, I thought it was, uh, no, I'm, oh, okay. I'm the president. Oh, okay. No. Okay. All right. He's the, he's the, he's the last, uh, uh, he's the last of team fire. What's this, that, what's this one's cool. name? Dominic. Oh no, that isn't the right one. The other one started with the D, though, right? Darius. 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 Yeah. Darius. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you all start with D. That's interesting. Team Fire. Yeah. So it's really Team Defire. Defire. I don't know. That that was a stretch. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Listen, you went feet uh, behind feet. To try to get that one. Are we going to explain? You could have just said feet first. Are we going to explain this? <laughs> feet first. We have, that's good. We, have, oh, we, have, we haven't we explained the feet thing yet. Are we just going to let people no. wander with their own imagination? Why? Why would we bring this up? It doesn't need to be. So, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite things in the world is, oh. is the fact that, <laughs> like, like, Richie, have we ever been to a concert together? Yes. Really? Yes. Metallica? I wasn't there. 
Yes, you, you were. were most oh, certainly. Oh, 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 oh shit! Yeah, yes, you were. You were the star attraction. <laughs> the Metallica I was the star attraction. That's yeah, right. like even Metallica <laughs> got down off stage and watched you for a while. <laughs> Kid Rock was like, "This country is fucked up." Look at that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Joe C was like, "Damn." <laughs> uh, we also didn't you did you did you go when we saw uh, Kid Rock was like, "Like holy shit, this guy's fucked up." Like I need to run for no office. Way. We also we also all went and saw. Sammy. I need to make America great again because this guy is being a fucking asshole. We also all went and saw Sammy Hagar together in two thousand one too. After we did another. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was the Lightning Cardinals trail. game. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That's did right. That's right. Uh, did you go with when we did the second Kid Rock with uh, yes. Tenacious D? Yes. Oh yeah. But no, okay, no, okay. never, never been to a concert together, D. Maybe next year. <laughs> One of these days, it'll happen. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so the fact some that we've done things. an episode about a concert we've been to together, like all of our listeners are like, "Yeah, you've been to a concert yeah. together." We have never. We did not do a concert. Or, or, we did the Metallica or, 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 one. Oh man. Did we? Did we? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think we did. You mean I we, think talk, you mean we talked, talked about, about it in a show? We didn't do a show on that, did we? I thought, I thought we did. I thought we did uh, no, several no. of the acts on there. Oh, man. Maybe. We definitely talked about it a shit ton of times. Yeah. At the of gate course, right but we were always going to bring Homer into it. Uh, oh, that's true. oh, about the mosh pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, one thing about um, Pearl Jam going to see Pearl Jam in concert <laughs> pre Richie was the the show in the show in two thousand that we took uh, Brad, um, the one who likes pictures of sausages, Brad, instead of Richie because Richie couldn't go. And uh, you talked a lot, Dennis, that night about your ESPN fleece that you had gotten by getting ESPN the magazine and how much you liked it. ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that was the commercial you kept modeling Uh it you're like how do you like my espn fleece and you (laughs) we were all drunk but there was no no one more drunk than uh our friends but that were there at the time uh one of the other things that i thought was fucking exciting you know you guys got to see pearl jim on this tour like unbelievable in st louis like so correlation between the two shows the 2000 show they opened with yeah oh of the girl at this show they opened i always want to say about a girl but that's nirvana and at this show they also opened with of the girl and what i was going to get to before i sidebarred earlier is it was really interesting eddie and the band came out and sat down and sat for the first four songs, just chilled and said they were just warming themselves up and then kicked in after they did footsteps, I think was the last song that they, uh, Uh, that they sat for footsteps. Did he do it with the harmonica? Yes. That's what made it so amazing. I fucking hate it. I hate it. You do? I thought it sounded fantastic. He did the ukulele. No, that was a different song. I hate it with the harmonica because. Oh, I think it sounds great. No, but it's not what we knew. It's not the B side to the fucking single. That's okay you know, though. But yeah, well, I get that it's okay, but it's not what I know and what I recognize. Oh, and I just if, if you would have been there and you would have heard it echo, I, I, that place, we it saw it amazing. in 2014, and I bitched about it. Then. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can't I can't keep track of all your bitching, D. <laughs> There's a lot of it. <laughs> so. No, I I mean I get why he's doing it. It was it's fucking Neil Young and all that shit. It was probably my but favorite I, song of the night. Honestly, it really probably was my favorite song of the night. I thought it sounded fantastic. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Do you do you remember in 2014? You know, it was me and you and Josh, mm-hmm. and uh, we were like, "Fuck, okay." Well, they're not playing "Given to Fly," but they're playing "Rearview Mirror." This is Josh's favorite Pearl Jam song. This is they play "Given to Fly." Great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, but then they played "Imagine," and like, okay, fuck. You know, uh, they're playing John Lennon "Imagine," or he's playing John Lennon "Imagine." This is Mom, you know, mm-hmm. Auntie Nancy, yeah. and all that shit. And and I'm like, this is great. And then they play "Given to Fly," and I was like, fuck, this mm-hmm. is amazing. They play everything we want them to know the most amazing thing is a song that they play very little in concert they opened the show with which is one of my favorite pearl jam songs which was low light they opened the show with it after we saw that cardinal spectacle that we've talked about forever that was pretty cool because you were just like i can't believe they're playing this they never play this it was just that was a good show that was a pretty complete playlist all the way around oh my god and and again Mm -hmm. you know going back to the 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 poo hole thing that we're talking about the the, uh, uh the uh, uh that was a the baseball game and 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 uh apparently at your show eddie vetter said that there was a cardinals pitcher in attendance but he would not release the name of him yes nice yes well uh, we yeah assume, he was, we he was, was worried like, that he was going to get in trouble we assume curfew. it was adam wainwright i mean that makes the most sense you know but we don't know but when sure. we were there in 2014 it was carrie wood yeah and he got booed out of the goddamn stands. Yeah. Well, and, and he also he also referenced that they, he had seen Albert Pujols over the weekend, and Albert did something to help him with his ear, but wouldn't talk about what it was. Said pinches yeah. pinches ear. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but but looking through the playlist really quick, that might be the best thing to do with with this. Is uh, started off with of the girl, then went into footsteps, and then what Richie's referring to with the ukulele is he brings out a ukulele and he's talking about how you know they're just warming up and all that stuff, and he's gonna play a ukulele song, which was a single song of his that I know you know that Dennis, but most people aren't really familiar with his ukulele album. But he goes through this thing where he's talking about the fact that you know you can start learning how to play the guitar by using a ukulele first. And it's, it's a really easy way to, to kind of learn. And he said, you don't need a really expensive one, like the one that he has, because um, you can just buy a 20 or $30 one. And he said, this one that he's got is made out of this precious wood that you can only find in certain places. And it's really valuable. And then he goes to start playing it and it won't work. And he goes on to say, you know, sorry for the technical difficulties. And then he says, well, fuck it. And he got up and smashed the ukulele on the stage. And it was a joke. It was a, just a cheap ukulele and he was being funny, but it was quite the long drawn out story to get there. So, yeah. To smash a ukulele. Yes. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it started kicking up when they, when they played retrograde and then went into last exit and then life wasted. And then, then as Richie was talking about dissident was, incredible it was absolutely incredible because the whole crowd was singing along and it was echoing off the roof which we were up close to the top it was literally echoing off the roof and it sounded fifteen thousand people sounded like what do you think richie probably seventy five thousand people yeah, oh yeah people. yeah it was incredible and like in like and, singing and, and, Go ahead. yeah and, and, no no I, i'm just reiterating like at, at the venue that Jen and I saw them in, in Copenhagen, it was the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It was just like 
you know, like, holy fuck, these people get it. Like, it's you're among 15 to 20,000 people that literally agree with your music taste, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, it was whoever said, which I sent you a video of that. Oh, you said you wanted to see yes. That. that was really, really Fuck. good. Yeah. That was really I can't good. believe that. I, I want to see that song yeah. live so bad. Like, well, you had tickets. <laughs> you had tickets. That's good. <laughs> and then he went into I Am I am Mine, which I don't think I'd ever heard that song in concert. So that was kind of cool. Uh, Corduroy yeah. was a big hit with the crowd. Yes. And you know, the yes. cool thing about it was, is it literally, he was literally holding the crowd in the palm of his hands. If he barely moved his hand, the whole crowd just rose up, you know, and to like meet him, you know, meet his energy. And he kept jumping around on the, on the monitors and you just waiting for him to like fall off and break his leg or something like that. But he didn't. So that was good. Um, and then it was glorified G, which, uh, you know, Richie said was one of his favorites from yeah. the, from the entire night, which was, uh, he was talking about things that he didn't like in Missouri and mentioned, I can't remember what the first thing was it, that he mentioned. No, it, he, he did a, he did a little, a, a mm -hmm. brief little bit on, on Narcan That's and, right, and Narcan. making sure that yeah. you're qualified to use it and carrying it. Like, like that was, that was really his only soliloquy during mm -hmm. the entire show. Yeah. But then he said, there's one other thing I don't like about Missouri, but I'm not going to talk about it. And then he started singing glorified G, which is obviously a song about gun control. So that's what he was talking about. So that was, that was pretty interesting, but he left. Yeah. Yeah. He, he left, <laughs> but we'll, we'll carry on without him. But like I told you, Sean, I, I really, I'm, I'm guessing part of that was just knowing the audience and knowing that mm -hmm. you're not going to change any Missourians minds on where they stand on guns. Like yeah. that's just not. Yeah. But you can sing about it, and the crowd sang along yeah. with him, and you know yeah. it worked out worked out pretty well. So, um, oh yeah, yeah. Next up on the list was "Once," which I I really like that song. "Once Upon a Time" from Ten. You know that's just a that's just a hard rocker that that everybody you know gets into the crowd. Oh gets yeah. Into. Anything off those first albums is going to be big to uh, yeah to talk about. So you need especially Ten. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know what? Let's pause really quick because I want to get another drink, and this is a good time since D got up and walked away. So we'll pick it back up here in just a few minutes. On the uh, on the actual show, <laughs> I, I believe now that we've started recording again, we skipped a song um, with you. <laughs> so hold on, let me pull the playlist back up. <laughs> we we talked about the song once while you were while you had mm. gotten up to use the bathroom. We we did not, as Richie mentioned earlier, did not schedule a potty break for D, so he just took one. So that's what was going on. Yeah. I know, I know, to everybody that listens regularly, they're shocked right now, absolutely shocked. So anyway, <laughs> do you have anything to say about the song once? Upon a time. Are you talking to me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Sean and I have already talked about this while you were yes. gone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's an amazing song in life. I, I, I'm pretty sure it. They played that in 2014 they too, did. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh fuck. Yeah. No, it's fucking insane. Because right, he said so, he said something about the fact in 2014 that's the it's the only fairy tale song in the Pearl Jam collection or something like oh, that. Uh, oh, mm -hmm. uh, oh, and another thing you guys talked about was WMA when I was pissing. Uh, was uh yeah no like that's a white male american like like that fuck we didn't talk about that song no he did not play it this year no he played it when you guys were there in i don't know the the post cardinal game one 
Yeah, we didn't hear. Regardless, that. it's still it's still important <laughs> <laughs> to talk about. Yeah. Because they, they use we talked it, about glorified G. Use, we talked about glorified G. That's what you oh mean. glorified G. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus Christ, that's the same sort of thing as like yeah. We could be polarizing. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah. So next was even flow, and uh, that was a big uh, <laughs> that was a big hit amongst the crowd. You know, because when the ten songs came on, people got yeah. really up for those. And you know, this is this is my I've I've seen it and listened to Pearl Jam radio on Sirius XM and listened to the CDs and stuff. I the ten songs like Even Flow and Jeremy and stuff like that. If I don't hear them, I'm okay with it. I want to hear songs I haven't heard before. So while while I'm sure for you, Richie, it was great to hear it because you'd not seen it live before. To me, it wasn't like, oh man, it's even flow because I've I've been there, done that. So yeah. so so I was super super pumped to hear Alive and Black when we get there. Mm-hmm. But everything oh, else, those two I, songs, I've, yeah, I've heard right. everything those else enough two times. Songs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly, I would have much rather heard like give it a fly or wish list or, or mm-hmm. like a few other, like honestly some yield songs. Yeah. I, I thought we were very sparse on, on yield. Yeah. I would agree with that. And then the next night he played, um, I know he played, uh, given No, Yeah. He did play given to fly, but he also played, uh, do the evolution. Yeah. So, yeah. Another so, good yeah, one to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, especially in concert, but the next song was one of my favorites from the night because it's always a great song to hear. And I think I've heard him play it every single time I've seen Pearl Jam, but it's elderly woman behind the counter in a small town because it's just the crowd singing along to it yep. just sounds so good, you know, cause everybody knows the words to that song. Now, was that the one that he played to the backstage or was it? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah. They moved to the back of the stage, which I believe in 2014, they played last kiss to the back of the back yeah. of the arena. So another song they I would have liked they to did. have seen. They did Matt Cameron pulled out a little drum kit and, and did that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then the next song I didn't know, which was called sad. Do you know that song D? Yes. It's off a, uh, 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 the, the goddamn binaural B sides album no 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 it's i was gonna just randomly throw out pearl jam albums (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, well you said the b-sides right yeah it's the b-sides record that that i i can picture the album cover it's got a fucking oil dump fuck me sean I bet, Jen for I bet Jen for Brance would know it. No, no, no. Well, she, is bigger, she, she is a big, uh, bigger Pearl Jam fan than D. Self-proclaimed by D. I still can't believe you say that. That just blows my mind. She must be a really yeah. big Pearl Jam fan. Yeah. You said it's not off of a regular album. It's off of a... Yeah. B-sides. Go back. We're, literally, we have to fucking... <laughs> The goddamn, it's like the Garage Inc. fucking Pearl Jam. That's album. Metallica, I think. Yeah, it, it. That's right. I'm. I'm saying this. You talking I about Lost Dogs? Like fucking, yes. Oh, okay. That was easier than I thought it was. <laughs> okay, Lost Dogs. It was on Lost Dogs, Richie. Lost Dogs. I actually just also- got a text from Jen from Brant saying it's Lost Dogs. Oh, like she's already heard the episode and tried to. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. When will Vin be now? Soon. Soon. (laughs) (laughs) 
so that was definitely a song i was not familiar with i don't no, think i've ever it's heard, a great, listened to lost dogs it's an amazing song so amazing uh and lost dogs that's god damn that's a great record too that's one of my uh, white whales yeah. i don't have like, it on vinyl yeah that's oh. mm. you gonna is, does it exist Oh, of course it does. That PJ20 and Ben Royal Hall are the white whales from me. Can you not find them or you just No, you them? can find them. They're just fucking expensive. Hmm. Yeah. Like how expensive are we talking? Three, four, five hundred dollars. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were gonna use a thousand or a hundred there. I was waiting to see. I was like, hmm. I was hoping for million. (laughs) (laughs) So the next was was the last song they played off of Gigaton, which was "Dance of the Clairvoyance," which I thought was pretty good in concert. It It sounded it it sounded pretty good. Oh, such a different sound from everything else they Mm -hmm. played in the night. Like Mm -hmm. it's like oh, song's just different than anything they've ever done. Oh yeah, yeah. I was kind of hoping we'd hear seven o'clock, but we didn't because I like that song too. It's pretty good off of that album, also but also a pretty political song. So, you know, that might be why they stayed away from it in Missouri. So, uh, and, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's not like anyone can understand the words. <laughs> that You know, that's kind of true at some points. You know, there's sometimes yeah. you're just like, what the hell did he say? You know, I mean, he's still, he, once you've heard the songs enough, yeah. once you've heard the songs enough, you know the words, but uh, after you've looked them up and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah. And then he, they he, closed out their regular set with Go which was a rocker obviously to close it out <sighs> and then came back and did state of love and trust, which was sounded really good. And then another song, I don't know that I was really familiar with, which was breath. Yeah. That's a state of love and trust and breath were uh, on the uh, single soundtrack, okay. which is having a, mm-hmm. a, a, a 30th anniversary this year. I oh, think. so that's, so that's why he referenced that the songs went together. Uh, and that they came out, out 30 years ago today yeah yeah we couldn't That's figure right. that out so that makes sense that makes sense and then they did black it- which was awesome black was yeah. really really awesome as you would expect i mean it just yeah. captivates the crowd so so when i saw them in champagne in 2003 it was the one time that it was the that do, 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 and then the he let the entire crowd sing I know someday you'll have a beautiful life. I'll know you'll be a star. Like that part was so amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. But so, by, by it, that point in the concert, the entire crowd was singing everything. Like it was, it was pretty awesome in St. Louis. Oh, oh, are, are you talking about? Yeah. No, course. like, like last week when we were there, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, but I'm talking about 20 years ago in fucking Champaign, Illinois, you know, but but it, you know like yeah it, it it was the Garth Brooks Central Park moment you know the just just doing that whole thing like watching the entire crowd all you had to do was play one line of one string of the guitar yeah. and the entire crowd is singing along to it yeah. like just ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah then after Black the whole the the lights came up the house lights yep. came up 
and oh which was cool because yeah. you can get a lot better pictures when the house lights are up quite frankly <laughs> <laughs> which, which made me happy but then they did they, they did a live which sounded great and they finished with yellow lead better which was which was a cool ending but you know i don't ever remember them really ending with yellow lead better much it always seems like it's rocking in the free world or something like that no we never saw yellow lead better as a closer i've saw i saw them but me and you we saw mm -hmm. fucking up in uh in st louis in 1998 yeah and then rocking and, in the uh, free world yeah rocking in the free world and and, and in 2014 it was rocking in the free world i'm almost positive oh. yeah 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 so, yeah mm -hmm. no but I've, i i saw i've seen yellow leather twice mm. as the closure so yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but, so I guess earlier in the week they sang Baba O'Reilly, which I would have kind of killed to have seen that one. Like that, that was the other one we've seen. We've seen Baba O'Reilly. Was that what Sean. we saw in twenty? Is was that was that was that twenty or two thousand? Baba O'Reilly. <laughs> Let me look it up on setlist.fm. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my gosh, so. I, I got to show Allie uh, PJ20 and and when they started doing the uh, Baba O'Reilly thing in that, you know, at Lollapalooza and he was like, yeah, and they go right into it. Oh my God, so awesome. Uh, what? They finished with Yellow Ledbetter in St. Louis in 2000. Hmm. I don't remember That's that. the second show we saw. Yeah, we yeah yeah we saw him in ninety eight and two thousand. Yeah, huh? I guess I was wrong. <laughs> That's interesting. interesting. Yeah, can we get that on tape? Can you screenshot that? Wait, it's done. <laughs> screenshot it. It is on. It actually technically is on tape. So. Oh yeah, like like that's gonna still be there tomorrow <laughs> when you post this. <laughs> on, the, the last five minutes are gone. Oh yeah, that's probably true. What can I say? <laughs> See. screenshot <laughs> what? now this is bs this is bs because this says in 1998 in st louis they ended with yellow lead better too somebody's screwing with me i think what side are you looking at fox news <laughs> <laughs> i hear they have the best pearl jam coverage I know they, I the know. best only the best pearl jam coverage this is this says that they did the neil young song <laughs> as Encore at the, end, at the end of the first encore, and then did Yellow Lead better at the as the second encore. I don't remember that. Yeah. You probably got it on CD somewhere, don't you? Ninety eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, I paid sixty five dollars for that fucking bootleg because it was it wasn't in two thousand until they started doing the whole right. bootleg thing. Selling them. Yeah, yeah. At front row, not front row. Oh, what the fuck was what's the head shop in uh Springfield? Oh, Rick's. The, the place was called Rick's. Penny Lane. Penny Lane. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. There was two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah, Rick Rick's, Rick's had the better bootlegs, though. I don't remember Rick's. Yeah, it had, literally had a sign spray painted on top that said Rick's on it. And and I, dude, I, I don't think i ever went to rick's and the dude, and sure the dude drove, and, the, and the dude drove an old hearse around it's where you had to stand in line to get tickets from Ticketmaster for stuff it's where i got the pearl gem no. tickets in 98 
Yeah. No, I that in was line that was Riggs. Penny Lane. No, it was it was not. It was Riggs. Penny Lane. We was were next door. in line together in '98. No, we weren't for those tickets. It was Riggs. I'm telling you, it was Riggs. It was, and the dude drove an old hearse around, and he had the sign on top of the shop was spray painted in red, and it said Riggs. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that we're going to put out a podcast that is <laughs> just a goddamn conversation that we had three weeks ago in fucking Kentucky. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, like we should have miked ourselves. We should have miked ourselves in Kentucky. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet Sapphire. Sweet. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing sweet it. Sapphire. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> So for the listeners, yeah, we also happened to get together, all three of us, same place, same time, Kentucky, a couple, first time. Why does his internet got to screw up now? He's trying to tell a story. Is it really screwing up? Mine's it really, fine. It really was. Was Aww. it screwing up for you? No. Yeah. Did you hear it? No, I didn't, I didn't understand a word he said. Okay. Oh, now, now you're good. So go ahead. Well, Explain the Kentucky so yeah. thing again. So for, for the listeners, we uh, about three weeks ago, we got together in Kentucky. The first time all three of us had been together since December of 2019. 2019. Mm-hmm. A, a pre-COVID world, as D likes to refer to it. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was great getting together <laughs> with you guys and, and getting to uh, enjoy some good steak. And To point out, D was talking about the pre-COVID world and it was 1993 that he was talking about. So, you know, 2019, <laughs> yes, I get that. 20, 1993, not so much. <laughs> well, 1993, in my defense, is pre-COVID. It is, it is pre-COVID. Well, we think. Not, not every COVID, but this current COVID, yes. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, on my fucking... Uh, screen right now is the Shadowland uh, document docu series mm. talking about conspiracy theories. Mm. You don't remember COVID ninety three? COVID ninety three. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. We didn't go to school Sound for Garden. Weeks. Sound Garden was throwing mud at nine inch nails. COVID ninety three. That was amazing. Be there, be square. COVID ninety three. <laughs> Get your ticket at Rick's. <laughs> And Rick's, and Rick's, or Penny Lane. Penny Lane, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Rick's. What the fuck is Rick's? Where was it at? It was right that. next to Penny Lane. It was literally right next to Penny Lane. Oh, yeah. So I probably would have assumed they were the same place. Maybe, but this was owned by Rick, and his name, and he named it Rick's. With <laughs> and he drove an old hearse around. <laughs> was it Rick Springfield? It was not. No. He kind of looked like Weird Al did in in the movie UH. Was it Ricky Schroeder? Yes, it was Ricky Schroeder. That was before he became what Ricky Schroeder is now. So, yes. Which is a Fox News contributor, I do believe. Well, way to get political, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean All to right, hold you I up. love you guys. <laughs> so... Anyway, Kentucky. Kentucky was fun. And we had a really nice meal, too. And we went, we shockingly, shockingly, I had the best old-fashioned at that restaurant that I think I've ever had. I mean, you'd go to, you know, Lexington, Kentucky and have a really good old-fashioned. Makes a lot of sense. But it was really good. They do have the bourbons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the steak was good, too. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, Malone's. It's a fucking amazing steakhouse. I miss, I, I need to go get the steak. Right yeah, now. you bet. You, you definitely should do that before you go uh, overseas and can't get a good one. 
No, there's a Chili's on the base. Oh. <laughs> is there I tried to keep it straight. Is there, is there a yeah. Texas Roadhouse in Japan? In Korea, there is, <laughs> in, but not Japan. No. Did you guys either one check out, and I sent this a few weeks back, the new uh, Collective Soul album? Yes. It's great. It's really good. I've listened to it several times. I'm I'm very impressed with it. It, it kind of bums me out because I almost tried, went and saw them this summer. Like mm. they were in St. Louis. I'm like, oh, this will be a fun show. And I didn't do it. And... But you're not going to hear much of the new stuff. I mean, they, they still play the songs so, that you would oh, expect yeah. to hear. Yeah. So I, I think I told you, Sean, that I pre-ordered the, the brown vinyl of Sammy and the Circles. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think Collective Soul new album is better than that you know what i've heard of the sammy album yeah i mean that's fine yeah I, that's i i don't disagree at this point i haven't liked a couple of songs that he's put out so far that yeah. much actually i like crazy times the more i've listened to it i just had to listen to it like five or six times to to like it a little bit more oh kind of yeah. like dance of the clairvoyance or, yeah or... yeah i actually like that the other two songs are i don't know one of them is an elvis costello cover that i'm not not too keen on and then the the newest song was a song that he actually put out on uh the lockdown sessions but he changed it quite a bit and made it more of a rocker for this album and i don't really care for it so I, I, I throwing the, so the Chili Peppers are putting out another album this year, hmm. and they just released the first single, which is called Eddie, hmm. and it's an ode to uh, Eddie Van Halen. Is I have good? not listened to it yet. Oh, I, I don't. I didn't really care for the album that came out earlier this year that much. It's okay. <sighs> Blasphemy. It's okay. I don't know. So, but anyhow, the Eddie Van Halen song. Wolfie just put out a new song. Oh, yeah, not too long no, ago. He, yeah, um, re- it's a deluxe. Re-releasing it yeah. on digital. Yeah. yeah. By the way, right. by the way, the uh, the <laughs> Taylor Hawkins tribute. Wolfie tore up those Van Halen songs that he did. Wow. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Before we cut off here, uh, uh, Meg with an H and Congrats. Mare. No, no. Meg with an H and Mayor are on their way to LA to see the show on the 27th. Nice. The, the fucking, yeah. Nice. Is that going to be and, broadcast anywhere? Yeah, YouTube and Paramount. Oh, okay. They're going to do Just it like again. the last okay, one. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. but it's September 27th. Like, it's a Tuesday here in the States. Mm. It's upset. Mm. So it's going to be fucked up for us to watch it. But anyhow, they're headed there the best of friends and and i love the fact that, that they're doing this with each other and and and, and uh, uh if, if it's anything like the the london show fuck i'm so jealous in missing that and yep yeah it's yeah. gonna be an amazing thing and i can't wait to hear about it from them yeah oh yeah they'll have a blast yeah Absolutely. So anything else, gentlemen, I don't think anything else that I can think of the, to talk about Richie, you, you got something. I think we do have to give a shout out to listener, Laura, who Sean and I ran into at the old ball. game. <sighs> yes. Oh! Yes. Yes, we did. So yeah, that was, um, uh, and then, uh, that was an interesting game because Laura was there and I had my cousin Delaney who I hadn't seen since pre COVID was there. My entire Newell family, Larry's family was there. So it was like, I literally walked around the stadium 
what, probably half the game <laughs> talking to yeah. people, Richie, maybe not half the game. That might be a little bit of an exaggeration, but I was gone for quite a while. It was still less time than it took me to get those, that one order of nachos. That's true. Yes. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> to that, to that really quick, that ballpark had so many people in it on Sunday oh and the God. lines were so long. I've never sixth, seen anything like sixth, that. Sixth largest crowd in stadium history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. And then uh, we also, D, we also ran into uh, another Franklin I did uh, the Pearl Jam show that night. Yeah. Livia Hamilton was there. So that was Oh cool. my gosh. She was there with us in 1998. She was with Occam. She was part of that group. <laughs> with the was that the german exchange it was yeah he was there and he smoked lots of weed while we were on that trip so he also he also had sugar ray's first album that wasn't uh vh1 it was like a punk thing in his uh catalog i remember that it was called like brownies and something else god damn (laughs) anyhow occam if yeah. you're listening, I love you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he remembers who we are. <laughs> we were big influences on his life when he sat down at your trailer and would drink a thirty pack and act like he didn't drink Hock anything. Hockum, <laughs> Grunmeyer. Hockum, Grunmeyer. <laughs> we were so obnoxious. We still are. Um, anyway, to say words. You had mentioned it earlier, Richie. The mental health podcast that Laura and I are doing. It's now called "I've Got a Feeling." That is not copyrighted or trade marked or anything like that and not really used all that much so on that any on, on podcast so it actually is renamed there is a third episode by the way but i don't have it edited yet this will get edited ah. before that because i don't have to edit this so it just so it, it's i've got a feeling i've got a feeling and i looked it up and it's not trademarked i was surprised nice because i was gonna nice. just use got a feeling you know just to so i didn't get in trouble but it's literally not trademarked yeah, if only you could find a song to uh intro it well actually you say that this is an interesting this is an interesting little footnote to that laura's got a friend who is a music therapist at illinois state university who plays all kinds of instruments and is a classically trained opera singer and she is going to make us a version of it kind of like our our theme nice. song for this song so we're going to have our own custom version for it very so, cool yeah it should be neat so anyway yeah check that out the first two episodes are up and the third one will be up sometime soon whenever we get a theme song so anyway anything else d you look like you got something else to say no no i've got a feeling yeah a feeling deep inside oh yeah <laughs> anyway all right well i've we got are, a foot weird <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> good very nice so we will see you next time if there is a next time who knows here on sean and d's good tape